0: Hi, everyone. This is Andy Johnson, your host for this thing called life. Would love for you to check out my interview with Rodney Lear of Sunday Morning Magazine. Uh, we are talking about organ, eye, and tissue donation, April being National Donate Life Month, and just talking about different aspects of donation, dispelling myths and misconceptions that have prevented people from registering to be a donor, and also talking about Life Center and 40 years of service in the greater Cincinnati community and the nation through facilitating organ, eye, and tissue donation. Great interview, great conversation. Would love for you to listen. I hope everyone is doing well and we will talk soon. Take care.
1: It's about you, your health, your family, and your community. This is Sunday Morning Magazine with your host, Rodney Lear. And good morning. Hope you're having a great weekend. Welcome to another edition of Sunday Morning Magazine. Remember, for more information on the show, you can always reach out to us on our social media platforms, starting with our Facebook page, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. Head there now and follow us there now. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Just head to your favorite podcast app like Podcast One or Spotify and subscribe and follow Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. You can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Rodney Lear on air. We begin this morning with Andy Johnson. She is with Life Center Donor Network. It's our pleasure to welcome Andy Johnson back to Sunday Morning Magazine. Good morning, Andy. How are you? I'm doing well, Rodney. How are you? I'm doing great. Well, it's been a couple of years since we talked to you, so refresh our memories. Um, Tell us about Life Center Donor Network. Tell us about the organization and what you guys do.
0: So Life Center facilitates all of the organ, eye, and tissue donation here in the greater Cincinnati area, and we have been doing that for 40 years. This is actually our 40th anniversary of serving the community through donation, and what that means is we work with all of our local hospitals in the area to make the gift of life a possibility and to honor the decisions of those who have said yes to being a donor and to help others. We also have been doing outreach and education in our community just to inform people and educate people about the power of donation and how it really impacts others and and dispelling the myths and misconceptions that uh, sometimes prevent people from making that decision.
1: All right. Well, we'll talk about some of those myths in a second here. But before we get to that, let's talk about the stats. When it comes to Ohioans and organ donation, um, how many people die each year waiting for a critical organ? Well, in
0: this country, 22 people die every day waiting for a life-saving transplant. And for the state of Ohio, about every other day, someone passes away waiting for that life-saving gift. Um, and here in our area, we have over 600 people who are waiting for a transplant. And most of those people who are waiting are waiting for kidney transplants. And so we really just want to highlight how people can register to be a donor. Also, if people want to learn more about being a living kidney donor, because again, that is the organ that is in most need, they can visit our website at lifepassiton.org to get more information about that as well.
1: Okay, so for every single donor, you can save how many lives for every person that becomes a donor?
0: Well, so one donor has the potential to save up to eight lives as an organ donor. But beyond that, they can help up to 75 people through the gift of tissue donation. So there's so many opportunities to help others. But the one thing that I want to point out is that in order to be an organ donor, you have to be in a hospital and on a ventilator, meaning that there's the patient no longer has brain function, they have suffered some kind of non-survivable brain injury, and actually Those deaths are very rare. Only about 1% of the deaths that occur in a year are people who have suffered a brain injury. And so that's why we work really hard just to encourage more people to designate themselves as donors so that it kind of opens up the opportunity for more people to give the gift of life.
1: Okay. So earlier you talked about how you facilitate donations here in Cincinnati. Explain to us what that means. What does that mean?
0: So it's actually, it's a great question because most people think donation just occurs in the hospital and hospital staff uh, make that happen, and actually that's not the case. Life Center is the organization that works in partnership with hospitals to make donation happen, and what that means is whenever a death occurs, that death is reported to Life Center, and we have a call center that um, intercepts those calls, and our team determines if that patient could be suitable for donation. And from there, the process begins. And so, if there's a patient, let's say, that passes away at one of our local hospitals and is on a ventilator, we work with the, the patient's care team to determine, could donation be possible? And then we work with the family, and if the patient is registered, we're really just walking the family through the process, letting them know that their loved one made this choice, and here's what the process will be, and really just working through that with them. And then we're working behind the scenes as well to determine what organs could be transplanted and then also working with other local hosp- or other hospitals in the region to determine what patient who is waiting could be a match
1: and in case you're just tuning in this morning, you're listening to Sunday Morning Magazine. I'm Rodney Lear. More information about the show can be found on our social media platforms, Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear on Facebook. You can also listen to the show anytime you like. Head to your favorite podcast app like Spotify or Podcast One and subscribe to Sunday Morning Magazine with Rodney Lear. You can also reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at Rodney Lear on air. And Andy, so let's talk about this now. What are some of the common myths that prevent people from from donating. What do you hear?
0: Most often I hear that I'm too old to donate or I have had some sort of medical condition or disease that would prevent me from being a donor. And what I really would like to emphasize is that is, that's not true, but Everything is determined at the time of a patient's death. And so people should not rule themselves out because they've had some sort of medical issue or condition in the past. Transplant, this whole field of transplant has just grown and evolved so much that there's a lot that can be transplanted and people just don't know that. So again, We ask that people leave that to the medical professional to be determined at the time of death. The other one that I hear quite a bit is doctors will not do everything they can to care for me if they know that I'm a donor. And again, that is completely false. A medical professional's only duty and responsibility is to save a patient's life. And it's not until all measures have been exhausted and death has been declared, that donation becomes a part of that conversation. So I really just encourage people to get informed. Uh, Knowledge really is power and you really have the opportunity to positively impact someone's life when you're no longer here. So they can visit our website at lifepassingon.org and there's, but there's also other sources of information out there.
1: So earlier, Andy, you talked about outreach and education. Let's talk more about that. And what does that look like for you guys?
0: That's another great question, Rodney. I mean, it's it's been very interesting as we've had to really adapt as a result of the pandemic. A lot of our outreach and education has been virtual, but it still continues. We also are doing some things this year to uh, highlight and celebrate the fact that Life Center has been serving the community for 40 years. So, uh, we'll be doing, again, some virtual events throughout the year. We In November, we have our community breakfast where we highlight the heroes of donation and also profile people in the community who've been impacted as uh, donor families, recipients, or living donors, or patients waiting. In September, we will be honoring our healthcare, healthcare heroes who have done so much to facilitate donation in spite of a pandemic, and so we're so grateful for their collaboration and and commitment to saving and changing more lives. Um, And then uh, coming up in April, we'll actually be doing a tree planting ceremony at Mount Echo Park to honor and celebrate 40 years of transplant in greater Cincinnati.
1: All right. And again, in case you're just tuning in this morning, we're speaking to Andy Johnson. She's with Life Center Donor Network. Now, um, one other thing that you talked about, you talked about education. Yes. And you talked about kidney health. Let's talk about those two things and how do you work with people on those two levels?
0: So, as some people may know, the organ that is in most need are kidneys. We have over 112,000 people currently waiting for life. Saving transplants across the board, however, ninety thousand of those people are waiting for a kidney transplant, and so we've really utilized this time to talk about the importance first of kidney health and just understanding the function of your kidneys because a lot of people just don't know that, and so we've talked about kidney health and wellness, and also talk about talking about the diseases that uh, may negatively impact someone's kidney. So that could be hypertension, diabetes. These are conditions that often lead to kidney failure, which then lead people to be on dialysis and then ultimately they need a transplant. And so we just want to have a conversation about that and educate people about kidney health and also about the gift of kidney donation people can be living kidney donors. We Life Center focuses on deceased donation, but living donation is something that is a part of transplant because it can help people live long, healthy lives and it can also alleviate take someone off of that that national waiting list that I referenced earlier. So We also encourage people to get information about being a living kidney donor.
1: Since we're talking about living donors, there's other ways. You talked about the kidney, but there's other ways if you would like to donate or give as a living donor. Let's talk about what those opportunities look like.
0: So being a living liver donor, that is an opportunity to help others. Typically, that occurs between to blood relatives and it's usually between a parent and a and their infant child. Uh, what many people may not realize is that you can be a living liver donor and it's a portion of the liver that is actually donated. And once it's donated, the actual donor, their liver regenerates. And so I think that's very interesting. Yeah, that's but, awesome. Yeah, yeah. And so we've had a few local stories here of people who have been able to do that. Again, we know of, uh, one mother who was able to help her daughter through the gift of liver donation. Another living donation that can occur but is somewhat more rare is lung donation. So we don't do that here locally, but that does happen in, in some places in the country.
1: Okay. so. For you, on a personal level, Andy, I would imagine doing what you do, working with the organization, that it can be rewarding and heartbreaking at the same time.
0: Yes, it can. I've been with Life Center over 15 years now, and I you know, I would like to say the blessing that I have in this, this role is that I, I have the privilege and honor to work with uh, many people who are recipients, and so they've received the gift of life. But I also have the privilege and honor of working with the donor families who who have lost someone. And most often, these losses are sudden and they're tragic, but the bright side of the situation is that their, their loved one, so that's someone's daughter, son, mother, father, spouse, they've been able to bless so many others through the gift of organ, eye, and tissue donation. And Many of these stories and they're just they're heartbreaking, but it also just helps you appreciate a little bit more the compassion and the giving spirit that so many people have and just wanting to to help other people. Mm-hmm. So that that's what keeps me going every day.
1: Okay. Now I understand that one of the obstacles when it comes to donation is that when you sign on to be a donor, you have to let your family know this.
0: Yes, it's and it's really not an obstacle, but the way that I I look at it, it's really taking the burden off of your loved ones.
1: Mm-hmm. If your
0: loved ones know what you want at your end of life, that makes that all of that just a little bit more easy. So What is heartbreaking a lot of times is uh, families who may have had no idea that their loved one designated themselves as a donor. And so there's just – it kind of adds to the layer of stress and grieving that they're going through. And so we just encourage people – Sit down and have that conversation with your family. It could be over dinner or, or what have you. You know, we've we've been in this pandemic state for a year now. We've spent a lot of time hunkered down with one another. I mean, it's a good time to, to talk about those things. And obviously, they're not comfortable conversations, but they're conversations that need to be had. And so we just encourage people to share your decision with your family so that they can honor it when you're no longer
1: here. Okay, and April is designated as a special month for you guys, right?
0: Yes, so April is National Donate Life Month, and that is our month where we highlight organ, eye, and tissue donation, and we honor the heroes who have made that decision, and we also... Just celebrate life, celebrate those that have received the gift of life, and we also celebrate those living donors who have helped others through their selflessness. And so we'll be doing different activities throughout the month of April. We'll be uh, partnering with Buskin Bakery to have a special Donate Life cookie that will be for sale. Again, just to highlight the importance of organ, eye, and tissue donation.
1: Okay, and you have a tree planting ceremony plan, is that right? We do. We
0: are in partnership with uh, the Cincinnati Parks and we will be at Mount Echo Park on April 22nd to plant 40 trees to celebrate and honor donation as well as uh, celebrate the fact that Life Center has been here serving the community for 40 years and working with all of our local transplant centers as well as our other hospitals.
1: All right. And with that, we're out of time this morning. Andy, if our listeners would like to find out more about becoming a donor, they would like to find out more about what you guys do, how can they find out more?
0: They can visit our website at lifepassiton.org, or they can give us a call at 558-5555.
1: All right. Well, thank you so much, Andy. Thank you so much, Rodney.